because there's three things that you need to have a successful long-term relationship. No matter if, how you look at it, at the end of the day, you have to have similar life goals, similar values, and similar beliefs. Hey, midlifers, welcome to the Midlife Makeover Show. Are you ready to break free from your mundane midlife? Are you feeling trapped in a vicious cycle of rinse and repeat days? No matter if you're experiencing a divorce hangover, job burnout, or you just have the midlife blues, I got you. Hey, I'm Wendy, your hostess of the Midlife Mostess. I too was hit by midlife like a freight train. I too felt stuck in the same dull chapter. I wanted the clarity of how to create a new life beyond divorce and the courage to leave an unfulfilling career. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't worthy and it was just easier to stay in my comfort zone until I found a little secret, the freedom to live my life my way. In this podcast, you will learn how to achieve a vibrant midlife mind and body, how to create solid relationships through love and loss, and how to create an awesome second half of life. Grab your grande latte, pop in your earbuds, and let's get this midlife party started. Everyone, welcome back to the Midlife Makeover Show. I'm so excited. I'm always, I always say that. I'm always like, I'm so excited for you to meet today's guest, but I have like the coolest guest, right? Um, today's guest is Celeste Moore, a personal image and dating consultant for men in midlife. How convenient. Celeste is like the female version of Will Smith in Hitch. I love that movie. It's like one of my favorites. <laughs> Uh, she gives men the confidence they need by helping them look and feel better about themselves so they can step out of their comfort zones and into the arms of a compatible partner. Celeste is also host of the Down and Dirty podcast. What a great name. I want that name. I'm changing it up. <laughs> the Down and Dirty in Midlife. Okay. The Down and Dirty podcast where she talks about everything from first date stories to sex escapades, ooh la la, to relationship faux pas and advice, to learning how to date your partner again. Nothing is off limits. The name of the podcast is literal. Celeste gets down and dirty, and she can't wait for you to listen, and I can't wait for you to meet her. But before I introduce her, uh, I just want to say, whether you're single, dating, divorced, happily married, I promise you're going to learn something from today's episode. And we've already had such a great conversation before we started. <laughs> we have. Thank well, you so much. Keep it drinking. <laughs> right. Thank you for having me on your show today. I'm so excited yes. to welcome, have welcome. Thank you. Have this amazing conversation. So uh, my first question to you is, how in the world did you end up doing what you're doing? That's a good question, obviously. Yeah. Um, well, I graduated college and was planning on going to law school and all my friends were doing it. It was just kind of like, you know, this is, this is, was my goal. And I took the, you know, LSATs and I was like, oh, I don't think I want to do this. <laughs> Good so I'm like, what am I going to do now? And I've always been really creative and I've always done things just because I'm passionate and I love to do them. So I started digging into what those were. And the first one was I got certified as a matchmaker. I studied in New York and took all the, you know, requirements and classes, but I wow. was quite, yeah, but I was quite young. So I felt that I didn't quite have, um, 
I don't know, the database or kind of the the knowledge. So I kind of put that on the back burner. And the other thing I did, I said, you know what, let me, I love shopping with people. I just love dressing people. I, and it's just fun for me. So my mom said, why don't you go get certified? And I was like, well, people make money and they do this for a living. <laughs> I was like, okay. So I went through um, an international accredited organization, AICI, and I went and got certified, trained in New York again. Um, and then I started that. And then just a couple of years ago, um, over the years, people were like, why don't you do the dating part? You know, put the matchmaking and with the image. Yeah. Part. And, and I just kept getting this feedback because I, you know, the clients I had was corporate and lawyers and doctors and getting ready people for court and all like it was still really fun. But everybody was like, oh, do the dating part, do the dating part. And so I just kind of rebranded, started coaching. And, um, and so here I am. Wow. That's such a cool story. I always say, and I know my audience is like, oh my God, she tells this <laughs> quote all the time. But the quote about Steve Jobs, like you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. So it's so cool to hear your story and see those dots that took place in your life and how you ended up where you're at. And it all worked out so perfectly. I mean, it does. I'm a little older, yeah. I feel, to like really know what I want to do, but at least yeah. I'm doing what I love. Exactly. And, I'm great at, yeah. and I just love helping people. I just, I don't know. I have such a passion for just like, oh my God, this works for you. Let's like, and then their shoulders are back and their posture is better. And they're like, yeah, I did that like this morning. I was yes. like, what? Stand up straight. Super, what, what is yes. it? Superwoman pose. Dun, this... dun, dun. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, and you know, too, I, I find that like the way you care for yourself and the way you carry yourself can make such a huge impact in your life. Mm -hmm. Whether like, and even I said to you before we hit record about really dating and, and taking care of yourself, it's all about relating. It's about relationships and how you're connecting. And really, that's what comes down to. It's just connecting. It's that energetic connection between two people, right? Yeah. 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 So how did you discover there was that, even though people were telling you this, like, was it like even through your own relationships and dating mm -hmm. that, wow, these guys need some help? Yeah. So there's a little bit other side of my story. Oh, yeah. Um, a little bit juicier. The I guess, down if you and dirty will. part of the story. Right? Um, through college, I was a, an exotic dancer or a stripper or whatever you want to call it these days. That is so cool. And um, I experienced a lot of maybe what men wanted or what men mm. desired. Um, and then throughout that, throughout my relationships, um, I had a daughter and have been a single mother for 16 years. Um, I hate that word single. I'm sorry. I'm I know. I'm a, I'm a sole parent. I really yes. am. Her parent yeah. was never, other parent was never around. Um, yeah. and through some of my struggles trying to create businesses and, you know, provide for my daughter, I ended up going back and forth for a couple more years mm. into the dancing world. Um, and I think at that point, I just kind of obviously it was a job and it was, there was a purpose and there's, I, there's no shame around it for me and there's no judgments no. for whatever reason. But I think that like throughout my relationships and through guys, I'm like, you expect me 
to come across like gorgeous and, you know, um, put, put together, but you could just be sloppy and gross and, and not showered and like, Oh, what, ugh, you know, like gross. Yeah. I don't care if it's a job or not, or just dating, right. Yeah. Going on these dates with these guys. And I'm just like, wow, I put so much time and effort into this and you yep. clearly did not. So yes, that had a big part of, yeah, of there is that around. need. There's totally mm-hmm. that and I would say, especially at midlife, right? Yeah. These guys that are 40s, and I would say even women too, we all mm-hmm. kind of get in our little comfort zones. Literally, we get comfortable, so comfy that we're hanging out in our PJs a lot. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I can look back at my my dating years and being so excited just to dress up. You know, I would literally set the afternoon aside to make sure, okay, do my hair. I'm going to allow three hours for the state. But isn't that, that would be so nice if it's also on the other end where the guys are preparing and excited and bringing, again, that energy to it, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like the men, especially at midlife, (laughs) they get probably even more comfortable than the women do. Yeah. 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 Because I think a lot of them, right, have been, say, newly divorced or or they were in a marriage or in a relationship for a while. Or they're the guys that are usually like married to their job, right? So they didn't put that time and effort into what does it look like to date? I just know how to go to the office and make money. And so and nobody really teaches them, right? No one says, Oh, you should be wearing this color for you to like, for color psychology, this, you should be wearing this right fit for your body. You should be, you know, putting more time and effort into being, uh, um, to being, um, oh my God, a gentleman. (laughs) (laughs) I almost went the other way of being a gentleman and, and teaching them etiquette and manners. Yes, right. Exactly. I, I just hit me. I was thinking like the modern, modern day dating, right? It's like Mm -hmm. swiping left, swiping, right? Whatever. Yes. Good. So you have literally now even more so you have only probably a few seconds to make an impression. And so you really have to up your game in dating at midlife, male or female, right? You have to. So you really have to, like, if you're, I don't know. I just think if you're going to, if you're going to go through the trouble of going on a date, why not just make the best of it? Right. Mm -hmm. Because I think nowadays people are so easy to just go, Oh yeah, I didn't like his shirt. That was stupid. Or I I didn't like how he was walking or (laughs) people are so picky nowadays. So yeah, I think it's really important to, to up your game and look your best and feel your best. Right. States. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're, you're selling yourself, right? It's like a job right. interview. It's like your first mm-hmm. impressions are really lasting. You don't know if you're going to ever get another one. So yeah. why not be the most elevated version of yourself? I'm not saying don't be authentic because right. I truly believe nobody wants bland people. As my daughter says, <laughs> like, I guess this is a 16 year old uh, way of saying they're not interesting. Um, <laughs> so be authentic, but like, there's, you could be a polished version of yourself, right? And right. especially on when you were saying the swipe, right? You're swiping, mm-hmm. swiping. Let me tell you how many mug shots I see on a daily. I'm actively dating. I am not re- in a relationship at the moment. So I am physically on these uh, wow. dating apps and I'm like, oh my God. And it's like, and it's not because of what I do. It's, it's everybody else that I know is like, 
you look like a serial killer. You <laughs> literally aren't smiling. You're too intense. Your face is up here. I, I don't know what's going on through these men's mind or heads, but something's not computing. And it's not just men. You know, I'm saying men because that's my demographic, but I right. do work with women too, but it, just not as much. Right. Um so yes, like why wouldn't you get who you really want by presenting who you really are at your best self? Yes. Yeah, you're so right. And I've talked about this too before. Like, um, like if you think about the person that you want to be and you step into the shoes of that person now, you you start wearing the like how how would you really want to act and feel and walk and eat and what kind of clothes do you want to wear and 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 start doing that now. You don't wait till you become that person. You become that person now. And then eventually you wake up and go, oh my gosh, I'm like this really cool freaking person. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I think, you know, if you're, I mean, I have a lot of people in midlife that are single getting a divorce and like, oh my gosh, they're stepping into the dating world, which can be really scary if they have not yeah. been dating for 20, 30, 40 years, right? Yeah. So what's your advice on that? Like, where do you, where do you start? So really, um, let me just, besides, that, besides hiring you, well, no. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm an auto line. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, so I kind of go over, it's really mm -hmm. a three month process because first I, I kind of go over because it's maybe it's the first time you've actually taking a look at yourself and like self self care is so huge it's part of mental health your physical health your emotional health and you know sometimes when you're in relations uh relationships good or bad or just in a long one you forget about who you are so i really start with, with you know some questions some homework and i kind of try to dig some questions and ask them like who you are or who do would you like to be do you see someone that you're inspired by and why and so we kind of kind of ask these questions. And then I ask like, you know, where they live? What's their climate? Um, tell me a little bit about your personality. So I ask all these questions and what, what this does is it kind of defines who they are as a person, as far as personality. And just with that, I can determine two out of four of what color realm they're going to be in. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So it's oh, wow. really fun. So I don't just say, okay, these are the colors because this is your eye, skin, and hair color, and this is what looked best, but you also mm. exude personality. And so hence your clothes want to represent who you are. Yeah. Um, and in That's three seconds. Yeah. 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 And within three seconds, whether we want to say we're judgmental or not, it's not good or bad. Our brain registers. The first thing we see is color. Mm. And the color sends a message. So mm. depending on what you want to say when you meet somebody, you can do it solely by color. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. And here we were talking about before too, like we color <laughs> almost like the same shirt. And I almost wore that color. And you know, I, I yesterday I had kind of like a weird day. It was just like in a funk, like nothing major. Yeah. But and then today I was like, what am I going to wear? And I, I was like, how do I want to feel? That's 
I was like, how do I want to feel today? Mm -hmm. Like I need a little like uplifting color. So I'm wearing red today or like a burgundy or whatever. What is this Um, color? How do you feel in this color? Like I'm just curious. So interesting. Yeah. Because I have that same color in Uh this shirt because that's Mm -hmm. what I do. I like, I find a shirt or pair of pants I like, (laughs) and then I buy like one of every freaking color. (laughs) Amazing. But that color, I usually feel very calm and cool Mm. in that color. Okay. Yeah. And, and plus, and I love that you said that too, because it depends on what you're wanting that, like, if I were to go speak on stage, I, I, and I used to do that a lot, like in front of like hundreds of people. And I would choose something like, how do I want them to feel? Like, I'll feel good. Like, I'll be, I'll, I'll stand out there and I'll feel good. But how do I want them to feel and receive? Like, what energy? So it's so fascinating about the colors, though. It's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like yep. if I, if I really wanted them, to, if I wanted them to take me seriously as a, as a businesswoman, then I would wear the black, like the Kate Spade black, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then if I wanted them to feel like, oh, like kind of get that softer side of me, I would wear like a coral, kind of like a pre- pretty little girl color. Okay. Like a more like pinky orange. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yes. So definitely. So your color today. is fire, passionate, love, powerful. Those are all like exuding. Yeah. Red, red, anyways, just a little tidbit. I'll give you a couple color, uh, what they mean. Red is the most powerful color. Oh. And there are different shades, like you said, of red. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you wear too much red, just so you know, like if you're presenting, you can come, um, you can be like standoffish. You can't mm. re- like people, your crowd won't be able to really connect with you. Ah, that is. Well, yeah, that's interesting. Powerful. Yeah, I can see mm-hmm. that. And I know people will like wear red a lot and you almost feel like, geez, like, like there's a wall or something. Like, you can't connect with them. Yeah. I mean, enough, like a little bit is great yeah. because that can give you confidence. Maybe you're lacking confidence, right? Yeah. So you're like, I'm really nervous, but yep. I need to come across like I know everything and I yeah. feel powerful. So just add a tiny bit of red somewhere into your wardrobe. It could be just a jacket. I mean, it doesn't have, or, you know, right. whatever it is for you, but yeah. Um, and Navy blue, which is my back wall here is the most trusting color. So mm. if you look at all big banking companies, uh, a lot of people that you trust with your financial situations, yes. uh, have Navy in it. And so just huh. that's just a little information. But yeah, every color sends a message. What about all black? What is that? Or if people, you know, there are people that right. are all black all the time. So all black is, black is the next most powerful color after red, mm. but it's also really funereal. Mm. That's a cool there, name, uh, word. There. Yeah. <laughs> there are some people that can wear black really well. Yeah. So it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily send, it, it can be very like um, a little bit of mystery, it could be a little bit powerful or, but if, if it's not your right color, it can really drown you out and it can really just yeah. be like, Ooh, it's just too much versus yeah. a Navy or a chocolate Brown or like an eggplant. So everybody has like their version of a black or a dark uh-huh. gray. Yeah. So there's different ways. And they like again, they all mean something, but but you can yeah. have your version where it just doesn't swallow you up as a person. Yeah. Because exactly. at the end of the day, you want someone the reason why I'm explaining all this and why does it matter, right? What yeah. what's yeah. the 
purpose behind it. Because when you have a conversation with somebody, you want to look them in the eye. You want to actually hear what they're saying as much as possible. You want to actively listen. Mm -hmm. So when somebody has something maybe too bright, too obnoxious, um, and all you're focusing, even if you want to focus on what they're saying, you can't because your mind just keeps going back to the shirt, you know, and you're (laughs) like, so you just want to set yourself up for success. Yeah. So maybe then for for people that are out there dating, um, maybe just keeping it, do you keep it simple or, but like you said too, like everyone's got their cover and depends on how you want to feel in the date. Like, like you said earlier about if, if you're needing to feel a little bit more confident, then where are those bold, like the red color? So maybe if you're going on a date or something, you're super nervous, maybe that red color will make you like, be like Wonder Woman. Yeah, but for a woman, it can even be just red lipstick or red high heels, red nails. Like there's all these little nuances that we don't have to be so big and bold. Whatever, it's comfortable for you. And I truly believe be your authentic self. But just, Mm -hmm. I would say, and I don't say try not to be who you are or keep it simple. But if you don't know, if like, what are my colors too? Yeah. Match your eye color. That's a always a winner, right? Ah. Like wear green if you have green eyes or a version of blue if you have blue eyes or brown. It just kind of complements you. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of, you know, it's, it's nothing too crazy. So yeah. What, as far as dating, um, going on a date, what what's some advice that you can give of like the things you should do and the things you should not do? That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about maybe first and second dates. That way we can kind of, um, I guess this pertains to a lot of dates, but first and second are probably the most important, right? I mean, somehow, some way you you both wanted to meet and you're going to meet. Um, I don't ever recommend doing coffee or a drink date on your first date. Mm -hmm. I really enjoy doing some type of adventure, even if it's a walk that you've never done around a lake or uh, a hike, or it doesn't even have to be that, but it could be stand-up paddleboarding. It could be any kind of, maybe do something that you have not done. And it's an opportunity for you to have a good time. Because when you are having a good time with another individual, there's a lot that's happening. You're able Mm -hmm. to see how adventurous they are, if that's Mm -hmm. important to you, if they, you know, whine about it, if, (laughs) if they, (laughs) you know, if this is like the worst ever, you're like, oh, okay. So it tells a lot about, about them. And there's not this pressure that you're sitting next to someone on this interview, right. Or you feel awkward. You're kind of both doing an activity. There's good chemicals that happen. So there's a bond, whether you like this person or not, I hope you have a good time. That's like, right. First and foremost, have fun. Yeah. So go have a great time and do something adventurous. And it doesn't have to be, you don't have to jump out of an airplane, but if that's what you want to do. Yeah. And that person wants to do it, go for it. Um, yeah. And I would have to say too, I'm definitely no dating expert, but when I started dating after my divorce, I, I thought about that. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go have fun. Like, why not just just go have fun? But, and I'll tell you what, when you do go with that mindset of having fun, the date usually goes really well. Even if you don't want to, <laughs> you know, you're not crazy about the guy or the girl. You're like, damn it, they really like me because I'm a lot of fun. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, you know, make the best of it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've gotten to dates where I was like, oh gosh, like this guy's, it was going to be a long night. I was like, you know what? 
I'm just going to have a good time. I'm going to be windy, have fun, and then just see where it ends. Yeah. Right. It's mindset, yeah. right? Or continues. Yeah. Yeah. So what's what's another thing you were saying? Yeah. Um, another thing is do not talk about exes. I don't care if this person <laughs> reminds you of this or this activity. <laughs> oh, I did this with my ex one time. And no, 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 no. That should never come out of your mouth. Don't talk about children, even if you have them. Yeah. Get to know the person and see if you like them. If you're vibing, mm. do you have good energy? Are there things throughout the date that you can say, okay, that kind of annoys me, but it's not a big deal. It's not on my, right. it's not on my list of like, absolutely not. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think, yep. let me, I've just back up just a little bit before you go on dates. I really want you to sit with yourself mm. and write down the things that you absolutely do not want that are deal breakers, right? We have like, say we have a list of 10, but there's probably three that are hell no's. Mm-hmm. Okay. And really get clear with that and actually write down and get specific of what it yeah. is that you do want. Because when you kind of are a little bit more crystal clear, um, yeah. or at least in that ballpark, you're going to like, you're not going to be dating this guy and this guy and just, or this girl and this girl, right? It's going to be a little bit more focused and intentional. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's, I should say that first and foremost, but yeah, like I said, don't have fun. Don't talk about anything that's like heavy baggage or drama in your life, because honestly, they're going to assume that that's all you're about and they're going to run really fast or don't come across needy. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Like, what if they ask you, oh, have you been married before? Do you have children? How do you, you know, politely answer Mm -hmm. the question, but pivot the conversation so you don't sit there and get caught up in this snowball of talking about kids and exes? Right. Um, You know, it's if you want to say, yes, I do. But like, let's just talk about that another time. Or if they feel like you're evading it, say, look, I just really want to get to know you as a person. All the other things, if we continue to date number two and three, whatever, we'll talk about that then. Yes. You know, like, we'll get to that. Like, let me find out, like, who are you? What are some of your passions? What, what is some, some things that are interesting in your life at the moment? Or who are some of the people that you admire and why? Like, or where's the favorite Mm. place that you've traveled to and what, where was it? And like, what was so amazing about it? Like, you know, just start asking and digging into some of these questions that are fun. Yeah, there's a couple of things that you said um, about like basically prepping for the date, right? And I would say, too, it would be good to kind of like, you probably know something about the person that you're going to go on a date with, right? Mm-hmm. And then to maybe write down, just to prepare yourself a little bit, some questions that you might want to know about this person. You know, like maybe mm-hmm. on their dating app, it said something like, hmm, I'm kind of curious about that, you know? And so it keeps the conversation flowing, you know, I mean, yeah. so even just like when preparing for <laughs> interviews, like I think like, oh, what do I want to know about Celeste? Like, like yeah. that, right? It's like those things are so important. Um, there's something else I was going to say, too. Here's what's really cool. Like when you're in your 40s and your 50s, you already like you've dated or been in relationships, right? You got to know a little something about what you like and what you don't like. And so again, going back to like making those lists and writing some things down, like kind of going back to, okay, I dated uh, John or whatever. What did I like about him? And okay, what did I not like about this person? That kind of helps you go, all right, I have a little bit more idea of what I want and what I don't want, Mm -hmm. right? 
and even what, what you want in a relationship. It's like sometimes the guy or girl might be freaking awesome, but maybe they're not what you want in a relationship, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Been there, done that. That's real. I mean, yeah, I think we, I mean, definitely. We're all in midlife. We have some baggage, right? Mm-hmm. We have like good, bad, whatever. We're, yeah. We've got a suitcase. <laughs> so my whole thing I got an is, RV full. <laughs> right. Oh my God. But I think the one thing you said was really important and, and I'll tell you how to break it down so that people kind of understand a little bit more. You said like, oh, they could be really great, but maybe not for me in a long-term relationship yeah. because there's three things that you need to have a successful long-term relationship. Mm. No matter if, how you look at it, at the end of the day, you have to have similar life goals, mm. similar values, and similar beliefs. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean you can't have some things in there that are not like they don't have to be perfect. Right. But if you are ready to retire and and go in this RV around the world and I'm like I'm just getting started and buying a house in Austin and yep. building a dream over here like that's going to be a big deal breaker, yeah. right? Because mm-hmm. we're just not going in that same direction and that's okay. You're amazing, I'm amazing. Let's just go our yep. separate ways. Um so I think kind of looking further or where you're at in your life career, you know, I don't think age is so much an issue. It's just like, well, are we kind of in the same direction or, Mm -hmm. you know, and then also values and beliefs, because if you are not a big family person and say, I am, well, that's going to be a big issue where that that's not something that we can work around. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Where that's going to cause some problems later. Because right. as we all know, in the beginning of the relationship, it's like, it's so wonderful. And then it settles. And then you're <laughs> like, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait, what? And then they're like, I told you I wasn't into family. Oh, crap. Right. But my head was, uh, you know, in the mm-hmm. clouds. So I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's really, that's really good what you said. Um, Because I think of it too, in a relationship, there's three people, right? It's like, there's you, the other person, and then there's that entity that the relationship itself, and you have to feed that baby, if you will, you have to feed <laughs> that relationship in order for it to grow. And if only one person is feeding it, it's, yeah. it's going to be a little challenging. So mm-hmm. yeah. And I, I think too, uh, especially at midlife, it's kind of cool because it's different than when you were dating in your twenties or thirties, like you were looking for someone to, okay, let's make babies and (laughs) buy a house in the burbs and, you know, and now it's totally different. And sometimes too, I think the other person may not, which is what I preach about all the time. And the purpose of the show is to have people stop and think, what do I want in the second half of my life? And in everything, right? Because yeah, maybe you want to sell everything and take off in an RV. Maybe you want to live in another country or maybe you want to change careers. And so therefore, when you're dating, you really have to find someone that's in alignment with what your new goals in life will be like. Mm-hmm. I think it's exciting. I, know. I think I think it's super fun because, yeah, the kids are, say, are getting older or maybe they're in college and you're like, okay, this is like a new me, a new experience. And I've, I know who I am. And I know what I want and I get to go and do all these amazing things. So I think it's exciting. So much fun. Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, I want to say too, when I had started dating after my divorce and I did hire a coach and is she, what was she called? She was like a a, a feminine, um, feminine power type of coach. And I like to really get my like feminine energy cranking again. And um, I remember her, I I really didn't want to date though. I didn't. I was like, I'm just going to like take a break. I really, I was so scared to go out there on, you know, like Match and all those other platforms. I was like, I don't want to do it. She goes, <laughs> do me a favor. She said, just go create a profile and just have fun. Just see what happens. And she said, she's like, think of it as like a buffet, you know, <laughs> go, go, go sample, go on some dates, see what you like, see what you don't like. And you know, what? that was the greatest advice. Because I went into it again with the mindset of I'm just going to have fun and I'm going to see like maybe I like something different now in my 40s than I did in my 30s or 20s. I don't know. Maybe I want a guy that's a little bit more masculine. Maybe I want a guy that's like, I I don't, I didn't know, honestly. Mm -hmm. And so I did. I was like, okay, I'm just going on some dates here and see. And that was so such great advice. Like you're not committed to anything. I, I, exactly. I sometimes feel like people get too caught up in the dating thing. Like just go, like just go meet people, have fun, see, see what you like. And, and don't worry about hurting people's feelings. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> we're all adults here. Like it's right. that's, that's one nice thing. Like you're in your forties and fifties, like, okay, come on. Like, whatever. You go out and you meet and have fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, maybe you feel like it didn't work out. Then you just say, Hey, it was, I had fun. Yeah. It's not going to work out, whatever. And yeah. And there's some prompts on these new dating um, apps that yeah. they're like, Oh, I'm just trying to figure out my dating life. And it's good. So just to reiterate, if someone's yeah. like long-term and they're like, I'm only dating someone like, you know, I'm serious, serious about. So just be up, you know, just be upfront about your situation and what you, what you're doing and just be an adult. Yeah, exactly. So do you do offer coaching, right? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Nice. So, um, and so you do for mainly for men. I do mainly for men. I do coach women as well. Um, I will say that the women I choose to have as clients now, um, are open, you know, because I've had a lot of women that have hired me in the past and they just kind of want to do what they still want to do. And I don't really understand that, but yeah. okay. So it's like, and I know you don't always have, you know, um, you don't always gel with a coach and that's good, you know, right, right. but I'm very, I'm a very direct person mm-hmm. and, um, I find that men just respond better to me. Um, but I also have those I want to say masculine energy women, like maybe their bosses or whatever. Right. And so they just need a little bit of guidance. Yeah. Yeah. So where, so where can we find you? Yeah. Um, well, I have a website, it's celestemore.com and you can find all my latest episodes on the down and dirty podcast, uh, as well. You can go to all the platforms, Apple, Stitcher, Google, I think I missed one, but uh, Spotify. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Spotify. I know. Audible. Yeah, so I know. Um, Instagram's a little bit different. It's Celeste Moore Image, but I couldn't get Celeste Moore. I guess there's a few more of me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I want to say, too? Um, you know, you were saying how you're dating now. That is so great because you're like your own guinea pig out yes. there. <laughs> And seeing like, okay, this works, that doesn't work. Like even for yourself and then yeah. for your audience. I'm sure you oh, yeah. give some great stories. I'm learning so much. Oh. And, you know, I, I feel like as as an adult and the more self-aware I've become over the years, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm never, I love to learn. So I'm never stopping, yeah. but I just, 
Yeah, I I think it um I never say, well, this was my experience and this is how it should be, but it's just yeah. interesting that I'm learning quite a lot in this field. Yeah. So, yeah. And you know, some of the you know, psychologists out there, experts say it's like you you learn through uh through relation you learn about yourself through relationships. Mm-hmm. So it's such a great way to even learn about yourself. And I think that's the most beautiful thing. Yeah. It definitely yeah. is. Yeah. Get there so and have fun, people. <laughs> I know. Gosh, just have fun. You're have I mean, fun. you're so right. You're such a great time of life. I mean, I obviously love midlife. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it myself. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much. Make sure you guys go check out her. Po- I want to check out your podcast. I would love to have you on my podcast. Oh, so. oh my gosh. Come tell me some of your ju- juicy dating stories. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so I wasn't even juicier ones, though, you know? You know, They're we can fun. we can pick and pull. But yeah, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having me on your show. You've been amazing. Uh, thank you, Celeste. And now for the nuggets of midlife wisdom from today's show. Number one, just like a job interview, you are selling yourself when you are on a date. First impressions are lasting. So be the most elevated version of yourself. Number two, if you are starting out on dating, start with self-care by reconnecting with who you are and who you want to be. Number three, you exude personality. So your clothing should represent who you are. Number four, within three seconds, your brain registers color when you meet someone and the color sends a message. Depending on what you want to say when you meet someone, you can do it solely by color. That is so cool. Number five, Celeste does not recommend a coffee or cocktail for a first date, but rather an adventure date. Oh, yes. Do something you have never done before. It's an opportunity to have a good time no matter how it goes with your date. Number six, do not talk about your ex or exes on your first date. Number seven, before you go on a date, write down your deal breakers. Also, write down what you do want. Number eight, there are three things you need to have in a successful long-term relationship. You must have similar life goals, values, and beliefs. Thank you so much, Celeste. You are awesome. And I appreciate all your great advice on today's episode. Please check out Celeste's website at Celestemore, that's M-O-O-R-E dot com, and check out her Down and Dirty podcast, which I will be a guest on soon. I can't wait for that. I will keep you posted when that episode airs. Enjoy the rest of your week and make sure you join us on Monday when we get to meet a very bold, brave, and beautiful woman, Linda Magoon, author of the new book, Live Free and Hike, Finding Grace on 48 Summits, where Linda shares how hiking the high peaks helped her in transition from a place of pain to one of healing, resilience, and grace one mountain summit at a time. There is so much in Linda's story and I can't wait for you to hear it. Chat with you on Monday. Did this podcast inspire you, challenge you, trigger you to make a change or spit out your coffee laughing? Good. Then there are three ways you can thank me. Number one, you can leave a written review of this podcast on Apple iTunes. Number two, You can take a screenshot of the episode and share it on the social media and tag me, Wendy Valentine. 
Number three, share it with another midlifer that needs a makeover. You know who I'm talking about. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Get out there and be bold, be free, be you.